From COK Studios in Michelle Martin's Master Suite, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. On today's show, we'll consider an update on the strange battle for the Speaker of the House. We'll also consider a fall movie preview with entertainment reporter Fritz Hicks and filmmaker Neil Thanadier. And we'll consider why I can't feel my face when I'm with you. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from the Richard Wood Johnson Foundation, dedicated to creating new words and nicknames for penises. Find out more at woodjohnson.org. And Snack to the Future, pioneering new and delicious snack foods since 1985. Wait till you see what we're doing with hummus. Snack to the Future, a division of Biffco. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. The fate of House Republicans is in the hands of 40 out of 246 members. They are known as the Freedom Caucus, some of the most conservative members of the House, who largely align with the Tea Party movement. In the wake of the abrupt withdrawal of number two House Republican Kevin McCarthy last week, the Freedom Caucus is putting forward Florida Republican Daniel Webster as their choice for speaker. While Webster's chances are not good, the uber-conservatives in the House have chosen him because they want a speaker who will not be a top-down leader, but will give members more of a say. But Webster isn't the only one running for speaker. To help us sort through some of the confusion surrounding the situation in Congress, we have senior reporter Marta Margolis and popular teenage girl and gossip correspondent Melissa Reynolds joining us now. Good to see you both. Hey! Greetings. Marta, let's just get an overview of what's going on. So who all is running for House Speaker? Well, after the departure of Kevin McCarthy, there are two, possibly three, people vying for the job. Jason Chaffetz of Utah, the House Oversight Committee Chairman, Daniel Webster of Florida, and Paul Wyan of Wisconsin, the powerful chairman of the House Ways and Means Committee, and the losing Republican nominee for vice president in 2012. But Ryan hasn't said if he's running or not. True. Wyan is being touted as the only man who can appeal to both moderate Republicans and the more extreme Freedom Caucus. It's unlikely that Chaffetz or Webster will get enough votes as both men are from the Tea Party wing of the GOP. Melissa, isn't it strange that a small group of 40 Republicans is holding the other 206 hostage? Totes. That's why John Banner had to resign, though. Those 40 are like a big problem. I mean, they're like ruining things for everyone. Can't the larger, more moderate part of the Republican Congress stamp out this radical faction? The problem is, if they stamp them out, another more extreme group will likely take their place. Marta's totes right. The Republican Party is a hot mess. I'm actually shocked that the Freedom Caucus could agree on that Webster guy. There's like factions within factions, Connor. What do you mean? So I talked to my friend Aiden's brother, Gavin, who knows this kid who's an intern for Ken Buck of Colorado, and he said that there's like tons of smaller, more conservative groups within the Freedom Caucus. How many? Like a pant load. Wow, that's a lot. I know, right? We spoke to this intern yesterday, but to maintain his anonymity, we changed his voice to sound like a southern bell. So, like, how many factions are in the Freedom Caucus? 
I do declare there are several. There's a group of seven or so call themselves the Liberty Legion. They are very conservative. If they had their way, they'd elect the ghost of Ayn Rand as House Speaker. I see. What other groups are there? My stars and goddess, there's a very extreme group of four or five who want to go back to prohibition and take the vote away from women. I think they're called the Constitution Coalition. Then there's another faction that takes their orders from Dick Cheney's dog and another one called Ronnie's Raiders that's been adamant about electing a cardboard cutout of Ronald Reagan for Speaker of the House. It's just about enough chaos to give one the vapors. See, Connor, I told you, the Republicans just keep giving in to the extreme wing of their party. Pretty soon, there'll be so many factions, the government will be even more powerless and junk. Agreed. Well, I hope that doesn't happen. Thank you both for your insights. That was COK's own Marta Margolis and Melissa Reynolds. You're listening to Consider Our Knowledge. Now we turn to entertainment. Fall is a great time to head out to the movies, so we've invited two of our most knowledgeable contributors to join us for a fall movie preview. In the studio with me are film critic and COK's entertainment reporter, Fritz Hicks, and documentary filmmaker and author of the new book, Documentary Film as a Window on Your Pathetic Existence, Neil Thanadier. Glad to have you here. Hi, Dinah. Happy to be with you. Let's just get right to it. There's a lot of great movies coming out this fall. Fritz, what's your first pick? Yes, yes. One movie that I think will be a lot of fun for the whole family this Halloween is Goosebumps, starring Jack Black, which comes out this Friday. I know it looks a little hokey, but for anyone who grew up reading R.L. Stein's books, the movie will hopefully tap into that nostalgia. I think a great snack to pair with this movie is Gummy Worms and Mountain Dew Code Red. I bet that would be a fun one for the kids. <laughs> yes, yes. Neil, what's your first fall film? Well, rather than recommending a worthless saccharine flop like Fritz, I think the movie people should be watching this fall is Palm. It's a French documentary by the blind and deaf director Simone about an apple picker in southern France. It's a rich, four-hour film that delves deep into the life of Marcel, a man whose tragic circumstances tell us so much about our own place in the world and how apples are both a gift and a curse. Sounds heavy. If only you had the ability to grasp its full weight, Dinah. My next pick comes out November 6th, and it's one that lots of people are waiting for. Spectre. The new James Bond movie once again features Daniel Craig as 007 and Christoph Waltz as a mysterious villain from Bond's past. This movie picks right up where the smash hit Skyfall left off. I can't wait to see what director Sam Mendes has in store for all us Bond fans this time around. I'd obviously pair this movie with a martini, shaken, not stirred, and maybe a box of snowcaps since a key action sequence takes place in the snowy Austrian Alps. Thank you, Fritz. Neil? While I can appreciate the need for escapist fare like James Bond, I hardly see how Spectre can compare with my next film. Even though it will only be released in two theaters in Sweden, don't wait to go see Snowflake on November 15th. 
It's a stunning film that was made in one day on a GoPro by visionary filmmaker and drifter Mons Monson. This stunning piece of film is beautifully mundane as it follows a snowstorm that hits Stockholm. Mons Monson narrates the storm with his own brand of incoherent Swedish gibberish. The two minutes I saw left me absolutely gutted and restored at the same time. I see. I notice you don't make snack recommendations for your movie picks. No, I do not. Films are an immersive experience that I do not want to sully by masticating plebeian candies and popped corn. We're about out of time. Yes, yes. My final fall movie pick also comes out November 6th. It's the Peanuts movie. What a coincidence. I, too, was going to recommend that film. Uh, Really? Yes. The tragic figure of Charles Brown is one that draws our own foibles into the light for judgment by our peers. Here is the everyman that we all aspire to be, and yet we also loathe him. Yes, yes. I think it will be a fun movie for kids and parents alike. I could perhaps be persuaded to imbibe a Perrier with a twist of lemon during that film? That's the spirit. Gentlemen, thank you both for coming by and giving us some movies to go see this fall. For more from Fritz, visit his blog, On the Fritz, and Neil's new film, Shelf Paper, can be seen on a sheet in his backyard. That's all for this week's episode of Consider Our Knowledge. If you want more from the best-looking news team in public radio, go to our website, considerourknowledge.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and on Twitter at Consider Our Know. The podcast is available for download at iTunes and at Stitcher Radio at Stitcher.com. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Connor Bentley. Yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yes. Do you mean no? Yes, yes, yes. No, no, no. 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 <laughs> <laughs>